Time now for our weekly conversation with pride of the Jaguars running back Fred Taylor. Preseason week two, Jaguars game number three, the Pittsburgh Steelers come to town, and that's always music to Fred Taylor's ears, I'm sure, when the Steelers come in. JP, you better believe it, man. Gotta love the Steelers. Gotta love playing against the Steelers, no matter the capacity, preseason, offseason. If they said we had to shoot up in, in, in February, uh, mid-February, late February, I don't care. I'm ready to play those guys, man. Um, but realistically, you know, I'm sure these guys are ready to play too because they're going to treat this game, you know, uh, as close to a regular season game as they can with uh, the amount of reps, such and such, that the starters are able to take. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Fred, you were just up in Pittsburgh or around that area at training camp a couple of weeks ago to visit with some of the Steelers on your podcast, The Pivot, of course. You know, the Jaguars are trying to find that organizational stability, right? They've got a new head coach. They've got a GM now in year two. They feel like they're on the verge of something. they got to go prove it, though, obviously, with wins on the field. But the Steelers organization is the pretty much the, the standard for consistency around the NFL. They've had three head coaches over the last, what, 50 years? They don't make a lot of changes. <laughs> They go win in a lot of different ways over the years. And Mike Tomlin is is the latest example of that. When you were there and you saw that in person last week, why is that? Why are they so uh, consistent and so successful? Uh, JP, man, that's, uh, I mean, the question was amazing, obviously. And you you hit it right on the head. Uh, and I've always spoke to that. And I've always wanted that from my team, my organization, which is the Jaguars, of course. You know, on the flip side of, of what they're doing, you know, I think we've had multiple coaches in the last five years. I mean, 10 years, we've had uh, almost twice as many coaches as they've had. But uh, consistency is the key. You know, it's one of those secret sauces and ingredients and, um, you know, having a great organization and, and being successful and winning over all those years. And uh, their track record follows that. It also feels good as a former player to be able to, when you do go back, you know, was there with Ryan Clark, uh, former safety for Pittsburgh. Uh, when you do go back, everybody embraces you. It's like just this huge reunion. I'm sure that would be different for me, you know, if I attend the Jaguars camp or practice because I don't know anybody. You know, they might know me based on my history and what I've done and what they hear about me, you know, as a former player there. But I don't know anyone. It's, it'd be, you know, but... um. You know, you get through that part. And uh, going forward, though, I would hope that it's the case that we're able to create that consistency. And winning does that. Winning does a whole lot. Um, but it starts now. You know, it starts now. You know, they're planting these seeds. Uh, and hopefully Coach Peterson's the guy that will change that trajectory and the outlook of, of the Jaguars organization uh, and, and making sure that everyone that's there now will be intact in the years to come. Fred Taylor with us, proud of the Jaguars running back. The Jaguars offense this week had a pretty decent outing, I would say, for the uh, starters last week against the Browns. And then Monday night, they had a practice in the stadium. looked pretty good. Wednesday, though, things didn't go so well for the offense. Some interceptions, uh, miscommunication in the running game, in the backfield. You know, guys going off with heat-related issues. It was just a rough day at the office. You know, as an offense, when, when the quarterback's off and just things aren't right, how do you bounce back out of that in training camp and 
get your feet back underneath you again. You just got to go recalibrate. You got to understand that it's practice. That's what it's for. You know, it's for you to, um, you know, you don't want to make a ton of mistakes, but mistakes are going to happen. You know, sloppy play is going to happen, but that's why you're there. You, you have film. You're able to go back and clean it up. You, you know, you got to recalibrate. You got to get that stuff all um, clean and freshened up before you go out there and do the real thing. Even here, we're still in training camp. So those things are still going to happen. I think if it were all, you know, all perfect, you know, it wouldn't look perfect. You know, maybe you can get optimistic and say, okay, all right, we're going to go win every game. But that's just not the case. You know, I've been a part of some some teams in training camp where we you can look across the field and you're like, oh, man, here we go again. But you're still optimistic because you don't want to go out there. You don't want to put a product out there that's not uh, satisfactory. Uh, so you fight through it. You know, uh, I'd rather have those mistakes now and be able to notice them so I can clean them up. Uh, and that's that'll give us something to learn from. And that'll create a certain experience situationally. So when you when it happens in the game, you're able to go and bounce back because it's going to happen at some point. You don't want it to happen where it's going to determine the outcome of the game, you know, in a play or two. So go ahead and get these young guys in the in the, in the sense of mind, have them develop, help them develop a mindset that uh, we're going to have setback, setbacks, but we got to set ourselves up, you know, for the comeback. Uh, and that's what's going to lead to uh, that consistent success that uh, they're trying to create in that environment. Fred Taylor with us. Christian Kirk should make his preseason debut for the Jaguars against the Steelers. Zay Jones has had a pretty good week of work. Those are the two big price pre-agent additions, at least at wide receiver, and our first chance to see them together on a field. And I guess what do you want to see from the offense tonight after week one last week against the Browns? Want to see where the money went. We need to see it. I know the fans want to see it. I want to see it. Uh, but uh, I'm glad they're back. You know, got to get out there, got to play, you know, got to create that chemistry, got to do it in game mode. You know, and hopefully these guys can play as a unit is what I mean when I say these guys. They can play multiple quarters. But, yeah, just the whole communication part, JP, I think is, is going to be vital for them, uh, for the quarterback more than anything, being able to make sure – they're able to get that from the huddle to alignment, snapping the ball, you know, hearing each other's voice and command and uh, uh, that timing. So that's all necessary. And this is going to be, as I said at the beginning, more of a game like like a regular season like environment to start this game. Because it still is uh, just to go back really quick. It still is a playing fast. Just looking at their practice. They're flying around. They're doing Oklahoma drill. They're, they, they are ready for the season, I believe, because they hear the noise about their quarterback position. So their defense is saying, nah, we're going to be all right. You know, we're going to make sure the team is okay until the quarterback position comes along. Uh, and so has Najee Harris. You know, he's like, I'm like, give me the ball. You know, we're going to be okay. So that's the mindset. You have. They're ready to play football. They're ready for this test. Even though it's a preseason game, they're ready. So the Jaguars have to have that same mindset. So being able to get out there with all of their guys, all of their weapons, uh, I'm excited to see that. And from a defensive standpoint, a week ago versus Cleveland, they they started fast. You know, they started fast. They disrupted Cleveland's uh, offensive front, was able to create some pressure early, and that's what we need to see. The secondary play with some energy led by, you know, Tyson Campbell. We need to see those guys flying around, 
and hopefully they can continue to be opportunistic and creating turnovers as they did last week and uh, and recovering those turnovers. And then going down from an offensive standpoint to capitalize off those turnovers because that's key to victories here in the NFL. So I'm excited to see all of that. Fred, you mentioned the defense. Yeah, they played well, but Trayvon Walker had nine snaps in the game last week. And, and Doug Peterson said, hey, we need to see a little bit more of the defense. Yes, they played well, but it's the same idea on communication and being out there with that starting group. You just need to have a little more time on task this week. Yeah, and I'm sure they'll get that. They're going to get their fair share uh, here in this matchup. Um, and one, I'm looking forward to see what the young man can do for an extended period of time. And I speak, I'm speaking about Trayvon Walker uh, when I say the young man. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and I'm sure he's looking forward to it. You know, all of those guys are. They want to fly around. They do realize that, yes, yeah, the preseason, but it's still it's going to be smash mouth because it's the Steelers. So I, I think the defense, it's, it's, it's important for them to be out there. So from a coaching standpoint, too, that they're able to communicate for the duration while those number ones are out there or the guys that they're going to depend on the most to carry the season while they're out there. So um be interesting to see how it goes, but I'm sure everybody's excited about it, and so am I. 